Hello everyone, this is Banal, and it is August 20th, 2023, and to say that the January 6th insurrection trial is fast approaching um, is the understatement of the century, to be quite honest, because what is happening currently is Trump faces 91 charges with four separate indictments and is supposed to turn himself into an Atlanta jail this week. And if Trump doesn't think that this is bad for America, he needs to go back to school. And when I say back to school, he needs to go back to grade school so that he can learn what the presidency is about. And reviewing some footage over the weekend, um, you know, because there's so much crime happening that it's hard to stay within one lane because really we're working in four different lanes here. Um, and that's the frightening part. Uh, so the January 6th lane, Ruby Friedman and her daughter were back in the media. And one thing that Ruby Friedman said was, how do, you, how do you think it feels to have a president go after a citizen, and especially a senior citizen and a poll worker who was just basically doing her job? Rudy, Rudolph Giuliani, um, you know, with the vial of cocaine or heroin or whatever he said, you know, uh, defamed her and slandered her and put her in a dangerous predicament. And that is because this was just another prong of the conspiracy to overturn the election in Georgia. And if you don't think that is the case, just look at the headline news over the weekend with Fawny Willis um, pretty much laying down the gavel and saying that you're not going to come into my state and commit a series of crimes and get away with it. Because, and I quote, um, Raffensperger um, said, I felt threatened. He asked me for 11,780 votes. He, he threatened me with legal action against it. So I think the thing that Trump fails to remember is when he's the president, everything he's saying is a lawful order. So people, regardless, um, have to take that into consideration. And the reason that they didn't follow through with it, because it was an unlawful order. The president doesn't have a right to tell a um, legislator in a specific state to break the law. And uh, Georgia is very specific. I mean, I've already gone over the RICO and um, that's about to happen. And the thing that I would like to understand is what is Donald Trump's shank going to be made out of? Gold, silver, platinum, diamonds? Uh, what is his shank going to be made of? Because he's going to be going to prison in Georgia, whether um, he he's going to jail. And it's just a matter of fact. So I think that what the media needs to do, and I mentioned this before, they need to change the narrative. It's not that he's running for... Um, office um, illegally based on the 14th Amendment Section 3 that no treasonous traitor insurrectionist can run for office or even hold office and that responsibility is held by the state um, secretaries of state to initiate that um, 
that clause. But the great thing about um, the Republican Party is that there are still, um, well, I don't think they're part of that party anymore, but they are um, advocates for the Constitution, and one being Judge Luddick. And I quote, the Constitution prohibits Trump from ever being president again, period, end quote. So according to American constitutional law, this clause prohibits traitors from holding office. And the GOP is trying to convince the American people that he can still do this. See, because he hasn't been convicted. Remember, you're innocent until proven guilty. So Judge Ludwig went on to say, and I quote, disqualification clause no one can do. George Washington foresaw this traitor's behavior and planned accordingly. As I mentioned, the Constitution, 14th Amendment, Section 3, prohibits due to his conduct. It constituted an insurrection or rebellion or aid and comfort to the insurrection. And the original meaning of Section 3 prohibits Trump from ever holding office. Period. End quote. So, I don't understand why the media and or the senators in the uh, Senate or the representatives in the House have not done so. And I can easily say it's because they are allies of this traitor. And until they start calling it for what it is, treasonous, traitorous behavior, uh, we can't move forward as a country. And having to deal with the VA, because right now I'm in Washington, D.C., and everything revolves around the military, it revolves around the government, and mosquitoes. So uh, it is um, a place to, um, it's a convoluted place. But anyway, so another um, conservative judge uh, who's speaking with Judge Ludwig over the weekend, Professor Lawrence Tribe, he said, and I quote, vital the president is held accountable and section three operates on itself. And this guy's a constitutional lawyer. He says, Trump doesn't deny this. He still blames Pence, who enforces this, officials who decide his candidacy, secretary of state decides qualifications. If the secretary of state doesn't place him on the ballot, he can be sued in court and end up in the Supreme Court. This is a crucial moment for America. So, Eventually, this is going to go to the Supreme Court, and this is the reason why the GOP-led um, uh, Freedom Caucus and that um, firm are so hell-bent on putting uh, Republicans in the Supreme Court so that all the crimes that they commit will easily be um, slid under the desk, right? Hidden from public. But I, and then today, there are uh, senators out there right now saying that this trial for the January 6th insurrection should not be televised. And I think that's a mistake. And the advocates who are saying that it should not be televised are wrong. Why? Because there was always an intention to have visibility into the courtroom, hence a drawing. Right, So you have drawings of people, you have drawings of this, you have the content and, and, the, and the context of it via um, a script. So we're just in a different era and we need to be able to... So now we need to move from drawings to video. 
so the American people, because remember, they are the victims of this crime. So they're allowed um, to see this for their very eyes instead of a drawing. Because what's going to happen is Trump is going to go on Fox News or Fucker Carlson, and they're going to spin this a tragedy into super PAC money, which is a crime within itself. So, once again, Judge Luddick. Section 3 clause is automatic and Trump is disqualified according to the Constitution. So that's an important part. Section 3 is automatic. So in other words, it's already in place. And the reason that the framers put this in the Constitution is because they anticipated a president becoming um, unprincipled and uh, looking for power over principle. And Trump is a walking, talking example of that. I mean, and the weird thing about it is USA versus DJT, this is um, going to be the case of the century, and I'm going to be a part of it. I have uh, just been approved to be uh, allowed in the White House press briefing room, so I'm getting that coordinated. I also will be over the DOD. I'm going to be in the courthouse for the January 6th at the Barrett Courthouse in Washington, D.C., filming all of this. So it, it really is um, going to be the trial of the century, and it really needs to be um, documented and uh, so that Trump can't go out on the media and say what he's saying today, which is the latest blather interview says, we're losing our dignity. I'll agree with him there. We have lost our dignity because of... Um, a certain group doesn't know how to uh, follow rules. And Trump, this is unbelievable that he just said this. Trump says that he's the apple of Putin's eye. Is he nuts? What is wrong with him? And why does he continue to push that narrative of him and Putin being butt buddies? I really don't understand it. And also Meadows lately in the news, both Trump and Meadows, he can't recall if Trump declassified the Mar-a-Lago documents. It doesn't matter if he declassified them. He still had them. He took them and he hid them from um, the Department of Justice. So he needs to answer to that. And everybody's wondering what is going to be the first case that's going to come out of the gate. And it looks like... Uh, Judge Cannon is pushing this can down the road, kicking this can down the road, just to kind of prolong it so that Trump can file motions and delay, delay, delay. And, and the latest motion for Trump, he filed to have the J6 trial till 2026 after the election. First of all, the reason that this is unprecedented is because we've never had a traitor um, shame America and put us behind the eight ball like this guy. He trumped us, right? And he will sell his fucking soul uh, for a buck. And how I know this is because he's being charged for a criminal enterprise in Georgia. And if you don't understand what an enterprise is, look up RICO, racketeering, right? An enterprise is exactly what it means. Think of like the software you use at work. It manages your hours, it manages your pay, it manages your background, it manages all your human resources, marketing, everything all in one. And you're able to kind of navigate your company through an enterprise software. And a criminal enterprise is very similar. There's many 
tentacles from the main source, which is the fool Trump. And then, you know, he has his um, re-election campaign. He has his legal defense campaign. He has his Georgia cronies trying to blackmail state legislators, poll workers. I mean, you could just go down the line. And, and the part that's frightening to me is that we have pretty much half of America who still believe that he's the president, which is mind-numbing, because it's, we're two and a half years in. And if you haven't read up by now, I don't think there's really any hope for them. So um, because of Section 3, the clause and. 14th Amendment, we're splitting words because lawyers are splicing them up. Like, that's their job. You know, just because you have 14th Amendment Section 3, they're saying, well, he's got presidential immunity, he can't do this, he can say that. That's not true. A lot of his crimes happened while he was in office, so you can't, you know, legally try a president other than impeachment while he's in office. But what you can do is charge him for his crimes once he's out of office. And that's why his indictment, and I quote, there are 91 charges across four different indictments. And the, this is just the beginning. So if you follow my pod, you know that I said this years ago where he's either going to spend the rest of his life in jail or the rest of his life trying to stay out of jail. There's either one or the other. And I think it's going to be a combination of both. And if he doesn't understand that broadcasting his trial across the airwaves in the world is good for this country, he is dumber than I thought. And that's the really sad state of affairs because eventually the Republicans and the leaders in the GOP Freedom Caucus, the Freedom Law Firm that is managing this and, and pushing this narrative, the billionaires um, that are tied to the Supreme Court, they have a stake in the game. And the stake in the game is to take away your money and your rights and for them to keep it themselves, right? It's the rich get richer or it's the old adage, uh, there's a two-tier system. And I think with the advent of social media and the internet just kind of pushed us and and let's not forget the pandemic where the GOP killed over 1 million people because of their inability to manage a cold uh, you know that was his administration but they don't want you to remember that right because it looks bad on paper but they're willing to go on a limb and say, oh, well, you know, he did this, he did that. No, it was under his administration. Okay, so getting back to the Trump motion that he recently filed requesting um, the judge to prolong the trial until April 2026. So essentially, I mean, <laughs> that's like three years away. And that's just another way to kick the can down the road. And the latest, the latest is Trump is going to skip the GOP-led debate. And like I said before, to go to Fucker Carlson. And all of this in the face of actual laws that are supposed to be implemented and or 
um, enforced like the Crime Victims' Right Act. And what the Crime Victims' Right Act is, is why the Trump trial requires video so the American people can view the facts and the law firsthand. Because like I said before, the American people in USA versus DJT um, are, um, are the victims. And there's an actual law that says that we have the right to view the facts and the law firsthand. As I mentioned, Trump faces 91 charges with four separate indictments and is supposed to turn himself into the Atlanta jail this coming week. So, Fuck's propaganda machine. They're out on their, you know, uh, circus tour uh, with interviewing Trump and he's talking about um, dishwashers and he's talking about showers and he's talking about water, the lack of water, and it just makes no sense. But see, that is the point. It's called the tail that wags the dog. I'm going to change the narrative to something else and all of him and his allies are out there still talking about Hillary Clinton, still talking about Hunter Biden, and it's almost um, a case study in how Republican hypocrisy um, operates. Because if you listen to the words that Trump blathers, you will hear him say exactly what he's doing and projecting onto other people, calling what the um, Biden administration, that they're a criminal enterprise and that their family are all corrupt and the criminal family. And really, I mean, it is astonishing how these people can actually, but once again, the GOP has always been like this. They've always been hypocritical and they've always been against the rights of the American people. They've always been against um, basically sharing the wealth and we are where we are because this has been a, a operation in um, in action for about 40 years. And if you're old enough to understand that, you can kind of see the progression and the advancement of this um, of this organization because they're not a party anymore. You can't be a political party trying to destroy the United States government and and think that you are a viable candidate for a role within the federal government. Think about it this way. If you were going to interview at McDonald's, right, something as simple as a job at McDonald's, and you have an interview, think of the campaign like an interview, because that basically is what it is. We just call it a campaign, but it's an interview. And you tell the McDonald's manager that you're going to meet with in two weeks or whatever, and you say, well, you know what? I got a trial that I have to go to. I got four trials I have to go to, but um, I'll try to make this interview for my job. Now, do you think McDonald's, a job in McDonald's, is going to let a criminal um, with four indictments um, be a candidate to be a fry cook? It ain't going to happen. So when you say a two-tier system, this is exactly what they're talking about. This shit doesn't fly in the civilian world. So why do we allow it in our federal government, especially with senators and House of Representatives. And the Republican side of this government have completely turned into treasonous traitors. And I'm not the only one saying this. I'm the only one identifying with the correct words because that is what is happening. And I love the way they say election interference. 
election interference, it was a coup is what it was. So start calling it what it was. So the Fox propaganda machine, they said in the latest GOP role, this is their headline on the banner on their news with Trump and some fool. It says GOP role as stewards of a prosperous economy. Are you kidding me? For who and what company? This is the main problem. This network is Tokyo Rose in 2023. If you don't know who Tokyo Rose is, look it up. It's a propaganda machine. They are um, milking the American people out of their hard-earned dollars to keep these clowns still in their circus. And if you don't think that they're a bunch of clowns, just take a look at Fox News and the rest of the allied networks that are, are out there on the daily spewing nonsense. So Mark Meadows, of course, is latest in the news, and he can't recall if Trump declassified the documents from Mar-a-Lago. So like I said before, it doesn't really matter if he declassified them at this point because he hid them and, um, and tried to uh, sidestep the DOJ process because, you know, they, they wanted their documents back. So Mark Meadows is a co-conspirator, and he continues to hide information. We really don't know what is going on with Mark Meadows because he's been quiet for some, some time. And there's a reason why he's so quiet. I don't know why, but they probably have him in a safe house somewhere uh, so that he is not either murdered or... Um, says something that is out of turn, but, um, you know, the latest news they're saying, oh, GOP voters think President Biden is a weak candidate. He's a weak candidate because you have a, a whole organization led by Fox News that continue to bash our president for whatever reason. But the one thing that President Biden um, is, is that he's principled. Whether he is at the core is not my concern, but as a United States Navy veteran, I believe he's doing a decent job. And yes, he is an uh, older gentleman, but uh, it, that's neither here or there. Uh, he's able to get to the podium, he's able to make some sense, and he doesn't bash the American people in the process. And that kinda is what a president is supposed to be, right? And uh, Ruby Friedman said it exactly right. She said, do you know what it's like to have a president of the United States uh, go after you? That's not his job, right? That would be like a worker, an employee at McDonald's, um, trying to uh, make hotel reservations for you while you are at McDonald's. It's not within your job description. So stay out of your lane. And that's exactly what Trump did in his paranoid schizophrenia. He was out there just, you know, it's like, it's like lies and more lies eventually stack up and you, you can't control it or you can't manage it at a certain point. And this is kind of where Trump is. Grandpa is getting old. The orange is getting old. And you could just look at him in his cut up videos where He's just, you know, he's doing Trump, and which is great. But he can go do that on Fox Network on The Apprentice. Just don't do it 
and pretend to be a president when in fact you don't have the skill sets nor the intellect to even uh, drive a presidential limo. Uh, but, you know, and I was watching Rachel Maddow the other day and she said the biggest question is going to be in um, historians' uh, footnotes are going to be how did Trump become president? And I think the question is easily answered. Uh, the GOP led Freedom Caucus and a majority of the Supreme Court. That's how it happened because they put him in there along with Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, uh, Lindsey Graham, uh, Tuber Tuberville, whatever that fucking asshole's name is. I'm go- Tuberville, I'm going to visit in about a week or so. And he's probably going to be the person that I'm going to interview at the White House because he's got some explaining to do. And when I say explaining, he's that asshole that's holding up 300 um, military officials' um, career. And he's never served or sacrificed a day in his life for the United States military. It makes no sense. And this is the problem with the military and also the federal government. And I'm experiencing it on the daily. It's a really sad state of affairs because you have a bunch of assholes in the federal government who's never served or sacrificed for anything other than the almighty dollar. And that's the conundrum. Money lobbyists, super PACs, and companies need to get out of the federal government and we need to go back to the basics. And really that is probably going to be what saves this country is that we have to get back to basics, meaning what does a senator do? What does a House representative do? They do for their people, not a fraction of their people, but all the people as a consensus. And the laws that the American public... Um, all Americans have a say, not just some, right? It's the pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness. And I don't think any of us can say that all those three we have collectively. Maybe none at all. And I'm here to tell you, I don't have any one of those. I don't have a life, I don't have a liberty, and I am definitely not happy. So, If that is the case in 2023 for myself, and I would say probably 60 to 70% of American people, you know, uh, we're all kind of in the same boat. But what the GOP-led Freedom Caucus has strategically done is they've turned us against ourselves, right? Divide and conquer. They don't look at this like, oh, we're we're going to government, federal government, to um, build a more uh, perfect union. Their job is to tear it down and put in place whatever is left. That's the problem. That's not their job, right? Pursuit of happiness. When did that all go wrong? I don't understand. So in closing, I'm going to end with Roger Stone, who is um, in the news once again. If you don't remember who Roger Stone is, he's the trickster that Trump pardoned, even though he was convicted of multiple crimes and charged and was to be sent away by the federal government. But Trump pardoned him because he was his right-hand man and his, his lifeline to the Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, and the rest of those fanatics that were um, on January 6th tearing down my capital, um, Roger Stone. 
And the latest is they have video, which Ari Melber posted uh, at the beginning of the week, um, showing him and his colleague typing up a memo on how to destroy democracy. I mean, the details are he was he wanted to send the letter memo to the state legislators for them to throw out the votes. And, you know, so it was all in a plan of action on the back end. And that's what he was doing. Um, that's who he is. He was the, I would not, I would say leader or the co-coordinator. I don't know, but, um, he's no, um, he's no chump in that world. He's a, a leader. Uh, so I, I don't know exactly what that means for them, but, um, he is a co-conspirator, uh, for Stop the Steal and, um, the rest of that movement. And we only know, um, the tip of the iceberg. We don't know how deep uh, this involvement was with other senators, other Re House of Representatives. You know, we know just what's happening in Georgia, but we haven't heard exactly what was happening and the coordination between, because there was coordination, obviously. Um, you know, we have video of senators giving uh, unscheduled tours to people uh, that ended up the next day on the Capitol, you know, running around in the basement because they had a tour of where to go. And these senators were uh, giving them carte blanche and showing them security areas, camera. So, you know, it's all very, um, it's all very nefarious. So with that, I'm going to close. I hope everyone is doing well. Also look forward to video. I was at the Jay Barrett Courthouse yesterday, kind of plotting my camera angles and how I'm going to uh, video the um, January 6th trial. And I think I kind of have an idea of how I want to do this. Um, also, I have to um, get some new clothes because I want to be presentable. I only have shorts and um, I don't have my suits with me, but... Um, there's any clothes people out there, I need clothes. <laughs> and I need a place to live too. Um, yeah, so uh, with that said, I once again look forward to a live video and or if it's not live, it's gonna be um, shortly thereafter. Also, I just got my approval for, for the White House press briefing room for the January 6th Insurrection podcast. I'm very excited about that. I don't know what to, um, I don't know what to expect, but I just received an email from the White House press uh, administrator, I guess, um, that um, they want to know who I want to interview, and I'm welcome to attend any day, which was surprising at best. But like I said, it's getting hot, and look forward to the latest and the greatest of what's going to be the trial of the American people. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.